Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is KISS 104.1 Atlanta's R&B. We got a very exclusive interview, everybody. Uh-huh. I was promising it to you. This is one of the people uh, in Atlanta that makes Atlanta a great city. For so many show. different ways around. Um, he is a person that has spoken up against uh, so many... Um, atrocities that are facing African-Americans both locally and nationally. And, ladies and gentlemen, he's been a son of our city. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw him in the airport a few years back and was like, homie, you need to run for mayor. He was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) I love him. I love him, too. Our brother, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Killer Mike is on. What up, my friend? Hey, good morning to Atlanta. Kiss 104, we here, bro. How you feel, man? You good? I've been in L.A. for the last few months. Recording, but no, kids, it's glad to be here. I'm good, man. I'm blessed. I'm happy to be home and happy to be talking to y'all. What's going on? So listen, you know, there's there's so much going on in and around the country. You have been a person that I've respected for so long because mm-hmm. not uh-huh. only your, your knowledge and history of not only just of black people in America, but of what Atlanta, what makes Atlanta great. And just to piggyback off of that, what do you think about the adi- indictment against uh, Sheriff Victor Hill in Clayton County, Mike? Oh, everybody from Atlanta know don't talk bad on Victor Hill. I don't want no trouble. I hope. <laughs> 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 so that's my official statement. I, 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 hey, man, I don't. I'm not commenting on none of these local jokes. I wish the best for everybody, <laughs> but um, we, we'll see what the streets of Clayton County see and. We'll, what it be like, you know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know enough about the case to comment, but I, I just do know that the law should be fair and uh, across the board. So, right. whatever here, here, happens. Yeah. Here, here's one for you, Mike. Um, Atlanta has seen crime like it hasn't seen in 40 years. Um, yes. The mayor is the mayor is saying a lot of it is COVID related. We had Kasim Reed on the show last week. Kasim Reed was like. There's some COVID-related issues here, but most of it is a lack of engagement in dealing with the crime. Crime is up 50 percent, 50 percent. This past week, 20 people shot mm. in Atlanta. First, yeah. have you ever seen it this bad? You're from here. You 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 were educated in this city. Well, I grew up in the crack era, so I've seen Atlanta when the Miami boys came. It was pretty bad. I've seen Atlanta post-Katrina. Mm-hmm. When the I think it was the thirty deep guys came, it was pretty bad. My dad tells me of what Atlanta was like during the gas shortages in the seventies, and Atlanta is oftentimes feels like a small town masquerading as a big city. Now we're growing in the big city in them, and some of this. But before we start that whole discussion, let me acknowledge someone. During the mayor's campaign, I acknowledged a man that had been in prison, that had gotten out of prison. And it had then became to work in the um, liaison office of, of, of City Hall in the mayor. His, his name was um, Yanni Stallings. He was from Bankhead. He was from my side of town. This brother, post being in prison, was a part of the human service liaison from the mayor's department, fed homeless individuals in the thousands, and helped families with placements across the entire city. So let me first start by saying I wish his family nothing but the best. I pray for them. But I want to start this discussion or this talk with his spirit in mind, because this was a brother who started on the wrong side of the street. 
and this brother got his life right after prison and got on the right side of the street and then helped thousands, not dozens, not hundreds, thousands mm. of people in this city. So the first people that I want to talk to are the people in the streets, the people who call themselves street people, the people who may be, be considered criminals, the members of street fraternities, all these people who the world looked at like you on the other side of the street. This brother made it from that side. And once he got on the inside, he served y'all well. He took care of the people that were homeless and hungry. He took care of the young people that could have potentially went on a criminal path if he did and made the mistake. He took care and made sure family. So I got to invoke the name of this brother, Nick Yanni Stalin, because mm. this discussion today, I took, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having his spirit on my heart as I'm talking. I want to talk to streets right now, to young people who may be doing very simple stuff. Um, like stealing cars, stealing out of cars, taking, but it's escalated to violence, to carjacking. This is not the way, and it won't end up well for you or the people you're victimizing. Oftentimes, if you look at South Fulton, the people you're victimizing are your neighbors. Mm. They're the people who are friends who look like your mother, your grandmother. It is a cowardice act to be doing this to women at gas stations and things of that nature, to the older homies that know the young homies are doing this. It's up to you to chastise them before the police get yes. them and chastise them. It's up to you to chastise them before they serve long prison sentences they are prepared for and get sent to places like Reedsville. It's up to you to do that because you know at 19, 20, 21 years old that a 13, 14, 50-year-old is not prepared for that fight. You know at 27, 28 that a 20, 21, 22-year-old is not prepared for that. So my first appeal is just simply to the brothers on the street. I'm not going to ever judge you. I'm going to only encourage you to do what the brother did when he got out of prison, changed his life, went into politics with City Hall, and helped the same people that he had come from. I'm going to do this in the name of Netanyahu and say, we have to, in the streets, figure out a different way. Well, how do we do that? Well, a big part of the things that we could start to do is to start to get our young people as early in high school into trades programs, into programs like Gary Davis's Next Level Boys Academy. Mm -hmm. We need to start to also get them into trades programs like GABTA, Georgia, Georgia Builders and Trades Association Youth Bill. They have 80 slots open. Young men and women from all over the West Side can come, get their GEDs, get educated on trades for free. Well, Mike, why do you always talk about trades? Because there's no other thing where a kid can get out of college in 18 months to be making 70, 80, 100,000 a year. And I'm not talking philosophy. I'm talking about the kids I've already met and the young people that have been involved in that program at GABTA Youth Bill that are doing that. Mm. When I've seen young men facing 27, 28-year sentences for violent crime to get an opportunity through Gary Davis's Next Level Boys Academy to redeem themselves, and I go to do an interview talking about them, and the cow walks out of the kitchen who runs the kitchen and said, I was a part of that. I didn't know y'all was coming today, but let me testify to how good this is. So right. I want to say we have the ability to change this. So i got to talk to the streets first. You have the ability to self-correct and to help these young boys in particular to fix this. All the right. next people I want to talk to is the community. The community oftentimes knows what's going on, but we have to do a better job of looking out for one another. I don't only watch from my house. I watch from my neighbor's houses, too. I don't only sometimes I'll sit at the gas station after I pump just to make sure the lady next to me who's pumping mm. doesn't get harassed, doesn't get. Thank so in, in particular, black men. I would say follow the course of what you see the Nation of Islam do. The Nation of Islam don't really d discourage or downtrot anybody. They take men who are vulnerable, who are weak, and women, and they lift them up. Thank they you. teach them a better way. 
they say, you know, they, they, they say that this is what you can be. The, the savage is not what you are. Mm. And those men and women perform in a way in the community that inspires people. Mm. So I want to say to the community, let's get back to putting our arms and hands around each other. Let's look out for one another. Let's open the doors for our women and old women. Let's make sure that young boys follow the same suit by showing them. Let's make sure we protect our women, even if they ain't the women that's under your house. Come on, if you at the Mike. gas station, yes. make sure that she can give her a gas pump. Thank and you. In fact, and in fact, if it's too dark and too late, just say, stay in the car, I'll pump your gas for you. If you're coming in and out of stores, if you're in the mall, keep an eye out around yourself. Some of the best things you can do. Now, people know I'm pro-firearm. I would like to encourage everyone in our community to, to get a firearm and get some training because these are dangerous times. In terms of what's happening in Atlanta, this is happening nationwide. I don't know if nationwide we have a 50% spike, but I know I was in California the last two months and I had never heard of anything as a war, such as a water gun in Beverly Hills, and somebody got robbed and shot right there in the middle of the day in Beverly Hills, right there on the strip where everybody eat at the Cheesecake Factory and things of that nature and mm -hmm. shot for Louis Vuitton. So crime is going crazy everywhere. But why it's important that Atlanta fixes our problem is because for 100 years, for 100 years, and I'm not, I'm not talking numbers just pulling out of my head, for 100 years, since 1920 and forward and before, we have had opportunity as black people in this city. My grandfather was born in 1922. He moved to Atlanta in 1940, 1942. My grandma was born in 1932. She was in Atlanta in 1950. They, as two kids who came down from the deep south, were able to come here, move in Atlanta's west side, the Collier Heights and Adamsville community. They were able to set up, raise a decent you know, amount of kids. I remember when everybody's burglar bars went up because of the crack era. I remember when all the burglar bars went down because crime went down. What I want to say is, if this city enabled those people to raise me, we can make sure this city for the next hundred years is like that. But yep. we can't do that. We cannot do that if on the street level, the, street, the streets are allowed to be in anarchy. And that's talking to the streets. It ain't talking to nobody controlling the streets but the streets. We cannot do that if our community is cold and callous and not looking out for one another. And that's talking to my communities, whether that's Mechanicsville, Summer Hill, Peoplestown, Carrier Heights, East Atlanta. We have to start to look out. We have to be a community watching. We have to start operating in a nation of Islam-like way in terms of protecting our women and children. All right. And that simply means be disciplined and be man-like in your handling. The other thing from the, from the, from the, from the politics side of it, I don't have a lot of criticism or critique for our politicians. What I do have to say is, though, Atlanta has always been a city where our political figures, past and present, have gotten out. So let's continue doing that. I see my city councilmen in the streets. Yes. I see my county commissioners in the streets. I see Atlanta mayors in the streets. And I would encourage all of us as Atlanta now, as the constituents and as the politicians, to get in the streets and bring the public with us. Because the only way we're going to truly change this growing culture of crime and violence is to counter it with the Atlanta way. And the Atlanta way has been about cooperation. Atlanta has not been like as a city and Georgia as a state has progressed a little quicker than some of our neighbors because William Hartsfield understood the importance of cooperation. Maynard Jackson understood the importance of cooperation. Andy Young probably perfected the, the, the process of cooperation. If you look at the 1996 Olympics, where he brought $40 billion into the city, $11 billion of those dollars went directly to the black community. In no other city, if you start naming D.C., Detroit, Chicago, Inglewood in California, Harlem in New York, none of these cities have had such strong economic cooperation between black and white people between a white economic force and black political and social force. Yeah. I would like to say to Atlanta, you guys have a unique opportunity in this moment together 
yep. both black and white, to not point the fingers at each other, but to do what Atlanta has done 100 years since John Wesley Dobbs, Maynard's grandfather, was the unofficial black mayor of Atlanta. Since the first eight black police officers had to change in the, in the, um, in the YMCA because it was still segregation and still prejudice in the police department. You have endured and worked through all of that to become a city where black people can come and start a new course. Black people come from all over the world, not just a country anymore, to set up Say and to it. start a new life, to start a bigger life. We have an opportunity to correct course and not allow crime to destroy that opportunity. If we do that, we are at fault. And when I say we, I mean the people in Atlanta, both black and white, who refuse to consolidate, refuse to cooperate. One of the most tragic things that happened after my my speaking with the mayor, which I didn't explain to be there, Tip brought me along, right? One of the most disgusting things that happened was the misunderstanding of the woman who owns the OK Cafe. This woman thought that somehow I wanted people to destroy white businesses, and I had on the Kill Your Master shirt, and I was talking, and I thought, first of all, don't assume yourself my master, because I have none. But what's worse is, instead of she and I getting on the phone and her saying, what did you mean? She wrote an article that immediately thought I was against her. That is not the Atlanta way. So at some point, I decided in the future where I was, like, I'm not ever going to talk to this woman to go to her restaurant. At some point, I'm going to sit with this woman, and we're going to have a conversation. Because okay. if white and black Atlanta become these two separate entities fighting each other, then this city begins to be just like every other polarized city in the country. Mm -hmm. And as I travel around the country, relationships are not good. Our relationship isn't perfect, but we have a relationship. There's a lot of money in Atlanta, both black and white. There's a huge amount. I just told you Andy brought $40 billion. $30 billion went to corporations white. $11 billion went to corporations in black community. We need to make sure that we're getting that bag together and taking care of our city. All right, Killer Mike. We need to make sure that as we, as we, as we pump our fists at the air and say we want justice, that the people next to us don't often look like us. So it is, it is a total tapestry of this whole city. So I want us to know that. If we make Atlanta unsafe for our mothers and sisters and daughters, that's wrong on us more. Okay. If we make if we make Atlanta unsafe or keep Atlanta or allow Atlanta to remain unsafe where people want to shop and spend and spend money, we are actually going to drive money and jobs outside of our city. Mm. Yep. And what happens is they'll go to Doraville, they'll go to Dawsonville, they'll go to Beaufort, they'll go all over and all that money which affects black boys in APS schools, right? So they say, well, the criminals are black boys, right? Well, if black boys aren't getting proper education to offer trades in high school, you're just going to get more criminality. Well, right. where does the money for schools come from? Right. Right. If we don't have that large tax-paying base that you call Buckhead or that you call North Fulton County, if you don't have that taxpayers and they leave, then that means this city becomes what Detroit became after they starved it out after yep. the riots. In yep. the city. Uh, Mike, thank and, you, and man. I, all right. Well, I, I hope that helps you guys. Yes. I hope from that the helps you always I help. love and respect this city. Again, I just want to say, man, to the brother Yanni from Bankhead, your job is done well. The ancestors are going to welcome you in on the other side. And I hope that the brothers in the streets use you as an example for how to change your life and help thousands of people. This has been done, dedicated to Yanni Stallings from Bankhead. I love and respect my city. I appreciate our current mayor. I appreciate the mayors before them. I appreciate my community and to the streets. I appreciate you, too, and I hope you decide a new direction. Thank you, Killer Mike. Mike. Thank you much, brother. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.